Is it hard for Muslims to transition to becoming Christians? Real Life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with evangelists Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you'll hear from Grace Wood Smith with Grace Experience Ministry, who helps Muslims who become Christians with their transition. You know, talking about being difficult to go from being a Muslim to a Christian, I've heard of testimonies or stories where people had to even flee their own country because they were afraid of losing their life. Mm. In some circumstances, their family might just disown them. But I can't imagine how difficult it would be to turn from one belief to Christianity and Mm. then risk maybe your life or even lose your family through it. Yeah, I don't think it's very easy to make that transition for someone. Mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, you know, for those who don't know, in Sharia law, which is a law that is based out of Islam, is capital punishment for a Muslim to be converted to any other religion, especially Christianity. Mm. Because in the viewpoint of the Quran, Jews and Christians are infidels. You know, they are beneath, they are less than. And so that's going to be very difficult for other Muslims who, when they see one Muslim person convert, that's not like, okay, that's cool, no problem. You know, it's actually, no, that's not cool. That's a crime. And you do not have that freedom of choice. And I didn't even actually know that until I studied it. I didn't understand that it was illegal for a person according to Sharia law or the law that's based out of Islam. Mm. And it must be so hard for those who are having these encounters even with Jesus, because now they're faced with the reality that Jesus is real more than just a prophet, that he's their savior, and to risk their lives or their family to say, you know what, I want to serve him wholeheartedly. It's such a powerful thing because they're willing to do that. They're willing to sacrifice all of that for the sake of the gospel. Well, and I think that's why, you know, Muslims who become Christians, they're really true Christians. They're very on fire because they're risking it all like the early day Christians. I know. It's so amazing to see what God is doing in their lives. Let's hear from Grace Wood Smith right here after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Hello, everyone. Joining us is Grace Wood Smith, and she has a ministry called Grace Experience. And we're going to hear about her ministry. She was a devout Muslim for over 30 years. She was raised in South Africa, and she had a lot of fear of going to hell, didn't believe she'd ever get to heaven, that Allah would not accept her. And though she was very devout, she never felt good enough. She had an encounter with Jesus that changed her life, and she became a Christian and now has this ministry, and we're going to hear from her. Grace, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes. So I understand there came a time in your life where you believed Jesus was a prophet and that you could receive prayer from Jewish people or from Christians, but you knew that Jesus wasn't the way. He was just a prophet. You got prayer from a prayer line for your niece. 
and you felt the love of God for the first time. And then for several years later, you were having these visions and visitations from Jesus, but you still weren't sure, is he the way until you drew the line and you said, okay, God, show me, is Allah the way or Jesus the way? What is the right way? And standing in your home by the fireplace, you had a audible voice speak to you. Tell us about that. Yes. The day before was such a supernatural day, and I thought it did not happen. It wasn't real. And so my thought was, oh, it was just all in my head. And immediately I heard in my left ear, lean not into your own understanding. And I knew then that Jesus was the true living God. Wow. And you had never read a Bible verse, a scripture, nothing. And you found out that day that lean not on your own understanding is in Proverbs. And that's when you knew. This is God. This is Jesus speaking to me audibly. Yes. And I got baptized and did everything that I promised God I would do. And (laughs) the rest Mm -hmm. is history. And now I have my own ministry. Wonderful. Tell me a little bit about your ministry and what you guys are doing and your vision for it. Yes. My ministry is called Grace Experience. I have a partner and she takes care of the children's side of the ministry. What we do is we write curriculums for churches based on the Holy Spirit. And we have a music side, we have a book side, and then we have the Islamic parts of the ministry, which is the ministry of reconciliation. And the scripture is Second Corinthians 5, 20 to 21. It says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. So what I do is I help Muslims transition from Islam to Christianity because the Holy Spirit told me literally about a month after I accepted Christ, he said to me, you are going to help people transition. And I didn't understand what that meant at the time. But as I got more mature in the things of God, I began to see that there was nobody that I met like me. Because let me tell you, I had a very difficult time navigating through this Christian walk because there's freedom in Christ. And when you come from a religion where you're told how to do everything, how to eat, how to sleep, well, you don't know how to function in freedom. So you become tight and you don't know what to do. And so it took... God sending people in my life to help me to transition, but they were not people like me. So I couldn't really relate. It was very difficult. You know, I thought, gosh, if I could meet somebody just like me, it would have mm-hmm. been simpler. They could say, oh no, that's normal. How are you feeling? Or this is okay. You know, yeah. Yeah. but there was nobody. And so God said, because there's nobody, I'm going to raise you up. Mm-hmm. Amen. Cause it is hard, you know, when people are just sitting there kind of in that limbo and no one to talk to. And you can get in trouble if you talk to someone, from my understanding. Is that right? Yes. You can't talk to other Muslims that have not accepted Christ. Two things happen. Either they're fascinated that you're so brave that you did that. Or secondly, they treat you less than a human being because now you're an apostate. So some people will literally spit on you. You know, I've had somebody in an elevator at work and I had to tell him, please don't do that. You know, so you come against so many different things. People think, oh, you know, because you you become mature spiritually that it's easy. It's not easy. There is a maintenance side of healing. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't just get healed and then everything is peachy. No, there's a maintenance side. So what I Mm -hmm. do is I help people heal as well, not just from an Islamic past, but emotional healing. Mm -hmm. And I teach them how to maintain their healing. Mm -hmm. 
You know, if there's someone listening right now who has a background, maybe they're just hearing this and they are Muslim and they're wondering, is Christianity the way? Is Jesus more than a prophet? Is he the savior, the son of God? And if so, what does that mean for me? And how do I do this? What would you say to someone right now who's listening and they're afraid to go away from their religion because they don't want to hurt their family or offend anyone? What would you say to them? I would say I understand what you're going through and I understand the wrestling. But at the end of the day, your parents, your family, they cannot go before God on your behalf and beg for you to go to heaven. You came into the world by yourself. You go out by yourself. You go before God by yourself. Your salvation is personal to you. You can't be concerned about what other people think because at the end of the day, everybody's struggling with something. Nobody is walking around here perfect. But the Mm. Bible is clear when it says there's only one way. So my advice is to seek God. He will meet you where you at. You don't have to tell anybody. And because God has put that in your spirit, that means there's purpose for you. Mm. And he wants you to come before him and ask him. He's actually waiting for you right now. Mm. Because you see the thing about God, he's not going to override your will. He wants you to come as you are. That's why I love Jesus as much as I do. He didn't twist my arm. He didn't put fear in me to choose him. Love compelled me. Love drew me to Christ. That's why I can boldly say, it's okay if they hate me. They hated him. So my advice is to seek God. You may not know all the scriptures, but as time goes on, you will learn. I knew nothing. I was like a newborn baby. I did not know how to pray. I only knew Muslim prayers. I didn't know anything about the Bible. But you see, people like us, when we come to Christ, the spiritual growth is so fast. When I think back, I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I thank God for that. Yeah. Because we have to move fast. God is moving speedily. So don't be afraid that you won't know what to say. Where you lack, the Holy Spirit will put the words in your mouth. Mm, That's so good. You know, people want to get a hold of you. They want to help you with your ministry. There are people who are secretly trying to seek a relationship with Jesus and they're afraid, but they need someone to talk to. How do they get a hold of you? Do you have a phone number, email, website? Can you tell us about that? Yes. You can get hold of me on my Facebook page. It's called The Grace Experience. I have an email address. It's the Grace Experience, but experience is not spelled with the E, it's spelled with the X at oh. gmail.com. So the Grace Experience at gmail.com and experience is spelled with an X with no E. Grace also has a website with a radio show where you can reach her at, and that's at graceandtruthradio.world. Again, that's graceandtruthradio.world. Well, thank you so much for all that you're doing. And I believe so many will reach out to you for their time of need. And we're going to pray for those right now who also are in a time of possible transition and seeking and wanting to know which way is the right way. Yes. I think that a lot of people begin to have these experiences kind of like Grace had, you know, Mm -hmm. where they're not really sure and they don't want to tell the people about it because people will say, well, no, you're just crazy. It's just in your head, Mm -hmm. you know, but Jesus really is knocking on the door of our hearts. He really wants us to come into his manifold grace. He wants us to experience the fullness of the love of God. And we have to realize, no, this isn't just in my head. This is a real spiritual entity that is outside of my mind and body that is trying to get inside. When you invite Jesus to come into your life, he will change and transform your life 
like none other. Mm -hmm. And I so appreciate what Grace is doing, reaching out to other Muslims and other people of different faiths to say, hey, there is someone trying to reach out to you. He loves you. So Jesus, we just thank you for this ministry. We thank you for ministries like this, because there are many. And Father, we just thank you, Lord God, that the gospel that you made, Lord Jesus, that you are the gospel, is being spread throughout this entire world. Let your light shine, Lord Jesus. We love you so much. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.